Hello, hello, folks, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It is NFL draft time, folks. The Arizona Cardinals are officially on the clock. We have less than a week until the new number one pick in the NFL draft, and hundreds of young men realize their dreams come true. So, of course, I am Joe Szymanski. He is Zach Duncan, and we are here again with our NFL draft preview. Now, of course, since... We kind of did our last little off-season Super Bowl episode prep. Uh, a lot of things have changed. Uh, it looked it has become more and more likely that the Cardinals of the first pick are going to draft Kyler Murray. Uh, free agency happened. The yeah. Raiders got a B, and mm-hmm. a lot of other things happened. The Jets stockpiled a lot of their cap room, made some moves on defense. Are they still going to pick defense? Who knows? But. It's a fun. That's the fun. It's, it's going to be some fun draft. I'm sure we're going to see some movement from some teams. We're not going to really talk about predicting that yet, but I'm sure we're going to see some movement. And of course, we start off the Arizona Cardinals. Now, a lot of the talk has been around Kyler Murray. That's what a, a lot of the talk has been around. There's been a lot of talk that he is going to be the first overall pick in the draft. What are your thoughts on that, Zach? Do you think that the Cardinals are making the right decision with going with Kyler Murray? I mean, Cliff wants him, you know, the new head coach, Cliff Kingsbury. I think the change in culture of Arizona mm-hmm. and the definite possibility of Josh Rosen being traded this offseason really warrant this first selection. So wouldn't be shocked if they went Kyler Murray. Also, maybe Chucky over there in Oakland, maybe he's eyeing Kyler Murray. He says he loves the kid. We'll see if he's willing ready to wheel and deal. He does have three first-round picks, so a lot could happen, but we're not discussing trades right now. So I'm going to lock in Kyler Murray for the number one overall pick. It is, to me, interesting. And if you see, the Cardinals released their preseason hype video uh, on Twitter yesterday night, and there was a clear and obvious uh, person who wasn't there at all. Rosen. <laughs> Josh Rosen was not in the hype video at all. A lot of talks. We can talk. Let's talk about Rosen, though, a little bit. There's been a lot of talks that Washington could be one of his most likely destinations. But if not Washington, Zach, where do you think is a good place where Rosen could end up at the moment? Honestly, I wouldn't count out Cincinnati. They, they're they hungry for a quarterback. Let's be real. Dalton's on his way out. It's an unlikely landing spot just because the buzz hasn't been there. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't rule it out, though. It's an open possibility for a QB-needy team. And the draft uh, stock this year isn't super loaded offensively. It's more of a defensive and offensive line-heavy draft. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him traded to maybe... Yeah, Cincinnati, or there's really just a few lane spots of QB needy teams on the draft mm. board, but we'll have to see our teams willing to risk a first overall pick for possibly a subpar quarterback. It's going to be interesting to see, and in my mind, I think the New England Patriots could be a potential landing spot for Rosen. I think they are. They've. I think, I don't know if they realize it, but Brady is beginning, I mean, Gronkowski's retiring now. Brady is, you know, he's getting to his mid-40s now. When will he retire is beginning to be the next question. He has obviously asserted himself as, um, um, you know, he has obviously asserted himself as the greatest quarterback of all time. He's won six Super Bowls, as many as just teams in general, and most than most teams ever. And I think Rosen would be a perfect landing spot for him. He's a guy who's hungry. He's a guy who's faced. But I do agree with you, though. 
I think Kyler Murray goes to number one to the Arizona Cardinals on draft day. I also think that Rosen gets traded on draft day. I'll make that prediction now. I think that Josh Rosen gets dealt on draft day. Bold take, but I can see it happening. All right, on to number two. Niners, you're on the clock. I think they're looking for a culture change around Shanahan and Jimmy G coming back. I think you'll see him pick defense. Why not? They've got a lot of young pieces on the offense they're still trying to figure out. Uh, like Kittle and Trent Taylor, a lot of pieces that could produce next year. So They've got you, enough pieces in that offense You're to never produce. sure. Marquise Goodwin. So I think you'll see Nick Bosa, the junior from Ohio State, really come out and and sit in that number two mm-hmm. spot. I wouldn't see anyone else who they would go for, not even Josh Allen from Kentucky. For me, I think that it is clear that if the Niners stay at two, that they need to pick Nick Bosa. The defensive capabilities of this kid, his pass rushing ability, look to me a lot like his brother Joey and a lot like J.J. Watt. This kid has the speed. He's got the breakoff potential. He is by far and wide the best prospect in this draft, in my opinion. He looks good. But that is, of course, if San Francisco stays at two. They know We know a lot of their problems this year were caused by the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo was out all year because of a torn ACL. He is now back. It'll be interesting to see, though, if San Francisco would get a good enough package to maybe pass up on what could be a generational defensive talent. But I agree with you, though. If Bosa, if the Niners stay there, Bosa it becomes a Niner and joins his brother out west in California. Right. Number three? Three is the Jets. We've so. got a team that's made, a, really the first team has made a lot of noise in free agency this year in the yeah. Jets. This is a team that's made a lot of noise. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, C.J. Mosley, two free agents who are highly coveted. Uh, so there's been a lot of questions. Could, Again, have, could have had Anthony Barr. But, but Anthony Barr, kind of, that <laughs> sneaks. But uh, what we sneak. see here, though, is clearly that, again, do we see a defensive move here on the D-line, or do we see them go move here? I think Quentin Williams would be a good pick here for the Jets. I also think that Josh Allen would be a good pick for the Jets. I definitely see him going either way. But if you really want my opinion, I think... They're going to go with the biggest name possible. And I believe he's the biggest guy in the draft, and that is Ed Oliver. I think the Jets do the Jets thing here. I think Oliver, he, of course, has had questions about his attitude issues and a lot of his issues there. But if you really want my opinion, I think the Jets surprise a lot of people. Pick Ed Oliver at number three. And in my opinion, that frees up Quentin Williams then at number four for Chucky and his Mm. Oakland Raiders. Yeah, I think four, you'll see uh, Josh Allen come off the board. He's an explosive edge rusher from Kentucky. Uh, he's really grinded his way this offseason. He's got two more picks after this one, so he's not really stressing adding a, a defensive stud to that lackluster defense. The only the only notable names on that Raiders D at this point is uh, uh, Tyre Whitehead Gary and on uh, Conley. Gary on Conley. The and corner. really, both of those guys are really secondary, deeper guys. The front seven in Oakland. Needs a lot of work. Yeah. So it's no doubt in my head that I definitely think if they stay there at four and they don't try and move up for someone like Murray, they'll pick someone who is going to be a part of that front seven. Yeah. Now, number five, a team that has a lot of question marks, and that is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A lot of people say they might have made the best hire coaching-wise in the offseason. And Bruce Arians. And I think a lot of people think that's true. What do you think about that, Zach? Bruce Arians, 
Tampa Bay's head coach, do you think that's the best hire of the offseason? Do you think that goes to someone uh, else? It's an excellent pickup. Um, the wisdom he brings, it's a culture change, almost like not being a homer here, but how Tom Coughlin's movement to Jacksonville may have changed, except in this scenario, Arians is head coach not executive VP. So I definitely think we'll see a huge culture change in Tampa Bay in what is a lackluster quarterback situation and what is honestly a disappointing, underperforming team for the weapons they had. D-Jack shipped out to Philly. Mike Evans needs to stop being a crybaby. And they honestly need to reel it in, get discipline. Arians brings the discipline. I like it. I think, again, in this defense-heavy draft, though, I have to say they go defense. And I think this is where Josh Allen goes for me personally. I do think this is where Josh Allen goes. I think if you look at that top five, I think Allen makes that top five. And for me, it's incredible that we're talking about a player from Kentucky football, not Kentucky basketball. I know, right? Going in the top five of a draft. I think that's a lot of reasons to that program. Josh Allen has worked hard throughout his last couple of years. And I think we've seen the production reach it for him. Now... This pick, in my opinion, is the most interesting in the draft. Number six, you've got Big Blue, the New York Giants. Zach, who, what, what do you think the Giants have to do here? Do you think they take the replacement for Eli Manning? Or do you believe the reports that they think he's going to be okay and you think they go on the defensive side of the ball in this defense-heavy draft? Gettleman banks on Eli. Eli's getting up in age. He's mid-30s. Uh, so... Wouldn't be surprised if they uh, passed on a QB here. Uh, And actually, I wouldn't be surprised to see him go D-heavy, maybe pick up uh, Christian Wilkins or Montez Sweat. I don't think they're going to get Dwayne Haskins. Everyone's saying Dwayne is going to go to the Giants. His draft stock will fall. Teams will realize they're not as QB needy as they have to be. They will pick value over neediness. Well, I think there's a lot of questions. I think Dave Gettleman has had not a very poor offseason so far for the New York Giants. The Odell Beckham trade is being harped on by a lot of people in the football media. As much as they may have gotten a first-round pick and a potentially very good uh, all-round player in Jabril Peppers, Oh, talk, he's not all but there's, that. But there's a lot of talk. He's not this all was that. a very bad trade by the New York Giants. And, of course, there were reports this tonight that a team had, does not have either Kyler Murray or Dwayne Haskins as the number one quarterback on their board, but Daniel Jones, the quarterback from Duke University. Again, Duke football, not basketball. Yeah, but again... A lot of people are talking that it is the Giants who might have Daniel Jones number one on the board. And to me, that would be a concern if I was a Giants fan. But to me, I do think they go with the Eli's replacement, and I think they go with the guy who will bring the most hype to their team, and I do believe that is Dwayne Haskins. Haskins will bring a lot of hype and a lot of ener- energy to this team, and I think that he is going to probably be the hype pick The Giants need to get fans back interested now that Odell Beckham is gone. All right, that's a fair enough point. All right, now to my team, the Jags. Uh, A lot of people are saying we might go Juwan Taylor out of Florida. There's a recent trend that we tend to draft Florida boys and Southern boys. Fournette, Telvin Smith, Jalen Ramsey, Juwan Taylor, Taven Bryant, all Florida, Florida State, or LSU how about Ed Oliver, though? There's been a, if Oliver doesn't go where I say he might go, do you think Oliver's a potential pickup for you guys at no, that defensive tackle position? No, Taven Bryan was the draft depth we're, we're going to bank on this year. Um, 
Everyone's saying offense for us. We're not getting a QB because we got Foles. I'm going to have a bold pick here. I'm saying we're going to go Devin White. Devin White, the linebacker There's a lot of talk about this kid. They say he's the best linebacking prospect the draft has seen in a couple of years. There's a huge gap in our defense. Two outside, outstanding outside linebackers, Miles Jack and uh, Telvin Smith, okay? Mm -hmm. What we're lacking is that middle linebacker gap left by Paul Puzlozny, who retired two years ago. Obviously, Puzlozny, he was a leadership loss, a lot of people say. He was the leader for that defense. He was a lifer for the Jaguars, was there for a long, long time. So, but you think, as a Jaguars fan, they're going to go with Devin White. I'm hoping that's what they go with, if they're smart, because it never hurts to stock on defense. Everyone's saying we need an O-lineman. I think we could get one in free agency. Limited cap space. However, you could still find a quality steal this late in offseason. Also, I think we're banking too much on the defense returning to its prime form, Mm -hmm. when in fact we might try to stack the wrong side of the ball. I think... The real important thing is second and third round steals for offense this yeah. year. We did bank two third round picks for Dante Fowler in the trade Indeed. to LA. I so. think I think really if you're gonna see the first trade down in the draft, I think it's gonna be here of Jacksonville if you see one. But I do agree that Devin White would probably be a very likely pick here for the Jaguars as long as he's there. If White is there at number seven. I do think Jackson Maybe Juwan. Maybe Juwan. It just depends whether they go offense or defense. Now, again, here's another team that a lot of people are talking about. Uh, Detroit. The Lions, uh, made a, again, made a lot of moves on the defensive side of the ball in free agency this year. And uh, now, of course, we head to, I think, that uh, Ed Oliver is a player that could go here. But I really do think that it's going to be Montez Sweat who goes here for me. I think Sweat goes eight to Detroit. That's the perfect player for them. They've really been missing a strong... Ziggy, Ziggy Ansa after Ziggy Ansa left. Yeah, I think they've been missing a strong D-line presence since both Su and Ansa have left now. Sweat is the perfect type of player for them. He's a humble guy, comes from Mississippi State. He's, again, another one of these guys who did not go to like one of those top-tier schools. Had to work throughout their whole careers to make it to this point. I like Sweat at 8 to the Lions. I think he'll make a very good pick. Can't argue with that. And the Lions pretty soon will be the new Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> Pair him with Trey Flyers. That's a great combo pass rush. All right. On to nine. Buffalo. No one wants to go to Buffalo. But... Antonio Brown certainly did. <laughs> but who knows? Yeah. My pick for Buffalo. Honestly, they lack offensive firepower. So maybe look for them to draft an O-lineman. Maybe Jawan Taylor if the Jags don't pick him up. They need a presence on the O-line after Richie Incognito and Eric Wood are gone. And I really would bank on them stacking the offensive side of the ball. They did get John Brown and Cole Beasley in free agency. It's not enough. They need to keep stacking that O-line to protect Josh Allen, the quarterback Josh Allen. So that's my prediction for that. I am going to have to agree with you on this one. I think that if the Jaguars not go offensive linemen, the Bills do here. Protecting Josh Allen is their prime directive right now. Allen, while he might not have always been the most accurate, Still had a very productive year, in my opinion, when he was healthy for the Bills. And I think they're going to go and protect him here. Now at 10, Denver for me is an intriguing possibility. Because I do think that Denver could surprise us all and go for a quarterback. Rashawn Gary, is it an option? I think he is. But I think that Denver surprises us all and goes quarterback here. And I believe that we see Drew Locke go 
to the Denver to the Denver Broncos. I think Drew Locke, in my opinion, is the third best quarterback in this draft. I like his mechanics a lot. He's a deep throwing ball guy. I like his mechanics and his arm a lot, and I think he's the type of pocket passer that John Elway looks for. I think we could see a shock at ten, and I believe that the Denver Broncos go ahead and pick up Drew Locke from Missouri at number ten. I'll lock that pick in right with you. I don't I don't doubt that. I think Flacco's washed up, so I think they need a fresh fresh QB to groom for the future. It's not a bad idea. Bengals. I would not be surprised if the Bengals go O-line. Billy Price busted last year. They need a QB. Let's be real. This isn't really a QB draft. Uh, Andy Dalton maybe has one or two years left in him. Look for him to get Cody Ford out of Oklahoma. They need a decent O-lineman or Jonah Williams from Alabama. These are a few O-linemen that are still reliable in this draft. And they're going to be on the board because I doubt Jawan Taylor is on the board. And a lot of D-heavy players will already be selected. Well, for me, I think you got to look. I do think you look at defense. They lost Vontez Perfect in the offseason. It's a new era in Cincinnati. I think they go Rashawn Gary here. I think Gary goes to the Bengals at number 11. I think he's that type of player. I think he's that type of talent. And I think he's the type of player that really makes Cincinnati go. Now, number 12, you have the Packers. And there's been a lot of offseason drama around the Packers, around Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy, how those two broke up. Uh, There was a great article about those two and how that kind of went down. But if you really want my opinion, I think that they look to heal the men made between the front office and Rodgers. And I think they give him a weapon on offense. And I think they go for one of the two tight ends out of Iowa. And you've got two good ones. You've got Noah Fant and TJ Hawkinson. Both are very, very good tight ends. Iowa has done a great job of producing tight ends. George Kittle, he came from Iowa. They've done a very good job of producing athletic, top-tier tight ends. If you want my opinion, I think the Packers go with TJ Hawkinson here. I think he's, they see him as the better option. I think they can see him as an all-around player, as the blocker. And I think that's where Green Bay goes at 12. Do you have any different opinion on that for me there, Zach? No, I think Jimmy Graham's getting old. I think they need a fresh tight end. I totally agree. All right, on to the 13th pick. The Dolphins are on the board. All right, they did get Fitzmagic, which will win you know, maybe three games this year. They're um, obviously the team who is aiming for the number one pick in next year's draft. I think that's for certain. Where do you yeah. think they go this year? I think they say defense on the side of the yeah, ball. Yeah, I'm going Jeffrey Simmons, D-tackle, out of Mississippi State. I think they need to add depth on that D-line, and I think a lot of the other big names on defense will already be off the board. I think they lack they lack what Sue had yeah. in that gap a year ago, and since he's with the Rams, and it's just a tough situation. I think they need more of a culture change than anything. Adam Gase is gone, and... Brian Flores is in from New England. But look for him to get D-heavy. Flores, uh, he should know how to construct a team considering he's worked with Belichick yep. his career. So, yeah, look for him to get a heavy D-lineman. Now, let's talk about Atlanta. Another team, high, higher expectations last year, a lot of disappointment. Dan Quinn is definitely one of the coaches that will be on the hot seat this year. Do I think maybe they go with someone like Devin Bush? I think it's a possibility. I think someone like, but maybe do they go offense? I think someone like Marquise Brown, I think he could be a possibility. 
There's a lot of talk that nah, Julio they, Jones they, is not happy right now in Julio Atlanta. And they have Sanu. But if you really want my opinion, Ridley. I think Clellan Farrell goes here. Mm-hmm. I think the edge rush from Clemson, I think, is where he goes again. A defensive line build up here for Atlanta. And then for me, personally, I think this is where Marquise Brown goes at 15 to the Redskins. I think those how the next two picks work out. Farrell to the Falcons, and I think you have Marquise Brown going to the Redskins. I have to disagree. I think you'll see Devin Bush come off the board, Michigan standout linebacker. I think Bush drops into the Falcons or Redskins laps. Redskins have a gap after Preston Smith's gone. They need some quick, speedy defenders, and, you know, you can't win games without defense down the stretch. A lot of this draft is balancing your teams, and the teams that are drafting mid-rounds are honestly some of the more balanced teams in the league, but mediocrity doesn't cut it. So a lot of ways these two picks could go, but I have to disagree with Marquise Brown going off the board there. All right, for 16 Carolina, I think is where we see an offensive lineman go to protect Cam Newton and Christian McCaffrey. I think one of Dillard, the one who isn't picked of Dillard or Williams before then, I think one of those two go here. They're looking to protect uh, Newton, who's going to come back from some offseason surgery, and uh, obviously their belt cow and Christian McCaffrey come this season. Make sure that he stays as healthy as possible. I think they go from the two O linemen here. Uh, I think. Do you have any disagreements on that one, there, Zach? No, I think that's a solid pick. I mean, those Williams, Dillard, and Juwan Taylor are the top three O linemen in this draft, in my opinion. So you really can't go wrong with that. So all right. On to the New York Giants. Again, remember, this is the pick they acquired from the Browns in the Odell Beckham trade. You know, I wouldn't be surprised to see him go bold here. I would not be surprised they did resign. I like this pick. They re-signed Sterling Shepard. They I need like, a receiver. They shipped OBJ out. I like this idea, and D-K I think... D.K. Metcalf. I like this pick a lot. There is a lot of hype around Metcalf going into this draft. A lot of hype around this kid from Ole Miss, possibly... One of the most athletically talented receivers that we have seen in a long time. Needs to work on his agility. But. Yeah. But, I mean, strength-wise, speed-wise, he can catch the ball well. This is a kid who, when you look at him, you see the talent and you see the ability, playmaking ability as a deep threat receiver. You cannot deny that talent as a scout, as a fan. This kid has a talent. If you want someone to help replace and balance out that Giants receiving core, I think you're right that DK Metcalf is a giant. That's a surprising uh, pick, but I, I do like it, Like especially if they do go Haskins. Uh, look for him to double down on offense because the yeah. defense is a mess. But Metcalf could almost bring you that OBJ factor that led him to the playoffs a couple yeah. years ago. So a lot could happen. All right, next up on the board, the Vikings at 18. The Vikings were one of the more disappointing teams last season. Uh, they made a lot big move. They made the big move in the previous offseason with Kirk Cousins. It uh, didn't work out. But this year, they kept Anthony Barr. A lot of people didn't think it would happen, and it didn't look like it was going to happen. But it did. Barr stays with the Vikings, and I think here... They go with Garrett Bradbury. They desperately need O-line help. Pat F-line can't do it all. Yep, I think they go with um, him there. And I think that's really the best pick for him there. I think they go with Bradbury. And I think for the Tennessee Titans then at the next pick, I think they go with um, uh, Brian Burns. 
I think they go with the edge rusher from Florida State. From Florida State, I think they look some help on that defensive line. Another additional piece. I I think they still feel like they're set at quarterback and running back. I think they're gonna wait on Mariota for another year, see what he does. If not, I think we see Tennessee take quarterback though in the second or third they have round. Tannehill this year. waiting in the wings though. So. Ta- waiting in the wings. <laughs> All right, you got this one. Well, Pittsburgh. for Pittsburgh, obviously, if a linebacker falls here, I think we're going to take a linebacker, someone like Devin Bush. But with the way we're seeing this mock, our mock draft right now fall out, I think right now we're going to see Byron Murphy come out and go as a cornerback. The Steelers still need that guy. In Not Greedy Williams. I don't. I don't. I think Murphy is the better overall cornerback. I think he's got more uh, instincts and natural built and like that natural. Football IQ. Greedy's I think faster. Greedy has that athleticism that I think the Steelers have picked in recent years, and that it really hasn't worked out. I think that Byron Murphy would be the perfect yin to Joe Hayden's yang. I think that's the perfect pick for my Steelers to go. But no matter who the pick is, the Steelers need to be a linebacker or a cornerback first round. Oh, most it cannot definitely. be a you cannot be tranquilized in by maybe someone like Metcalf being stood there. At pick number 20. You cannot be stood there maybe memorized, mesmerized by that pick. It cannot happen. Alright, um, so at 21, you got the Seahawks. Surprisingly successful team last season. A lot of good credit has to go to um, Pete Carroll there. A lot of people said he might be on the hot seat, but I think this past year proved why he is one of the best coaches in the NFL. Yeah, so I, I, would, uh, I would actually say Taylor Rapp or... Greedy Williams would fall to Seattle. They need to strengthen their safety or cornerback positions. Those are two bold takes. They had Trey Flowers move from safety to corner. Not Detroit's Trey Flowers, but another undrafted Trey Flowers who produced pretty well. Uh, They can't have Bradley McDougal do everything back there. So look for them to go defense in this draft. I agree with that. And their run game is fantastic. They just signed Russell Wilson to the biggest contract in NFL history. So... We're going to see what happens. They believe in that offense, though, and that ragtag group of receivers, so they will draft defense. All right, and I think you're going to see another defensive pick here, then the Baltimore Ravens. A lot of their big, talented defense this past year, offseason, was uh, rated, as you could say, a lot of players left in free agency from that very, very good defense they had. Uh, That's why, in my opinion, you see DeAndre Baker, the cornerback from Georgia, go here. I think we see three cornerbacks in a row. I think the Ravens go with DeAndre Baker. And then at 23, I think we finally see a running back come off the board. I think Jacobs, Noah Jacobs from uh, Alabama, Josh Jacobs, excuse me, Josh Jacobs from Alabama comes off the board here at number 23, the Houston. I think they need to upgrade that run game a little bit from Lamar Miller. And I think that Jacobs is the right type of guy to do that for him. Can't argue with that, um, except for the fact that I think Philly might go running back. But that's that's a little later. All right, 24, Chucky's got another pick. He got the Bears it's pick. His, it's his second pick from the Chicago Bears for Khalil Mack. Where do you think Chucky's going with this? I think he goes O-line here. I think Cody Ford, as long as he's available at this spot, which I think he will be, I think they go with Cody Ford as the offensive tackle. I think that's the Raiders are looking for. And at a 27, I think they go tight end with either Noah Fant or Irv Smith Sr. Jr. at tight end then at 27. I like that because Jared Cook could use a complimentary pass catcher out there at tight end. Uh, But 
Honestly, they might load defense. It's all up to Chucky. We don't know how he wants to build mm-hmm. the vision for his team. But with that big top five D pick, you know, they could fill a huge gap in that defense and, and put a leader. The Eagles up next, the E-A-G-L-E-S Eagles up next in the draft. Who do you think they take here, Zach? I think they take Jacobs. You that's, think they take Jacobs? You don't think Houston goes with Jacobs, and you think Jacobs goes to the Eagles? No, I think Houston will actually look O line in this draft, and there's a couple prospects that could be possible either team. Mm-hmm. So I would look at Texans to take what the best O lineman left on the board at that mm-hmm. point because they like what they have in Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. He was the most sacked quarterback in the league last year. That's very true. So you got to draft O line. So I'd say they get an O lineman. Philly gets a running back by committee edition in Jacobs. That's All my right. pick. I like that idea. But Indianapolis, uh, another interesting team that a lot of people are talking about. A hugely successful first season under Frank Reich in um, uh, Indianapolis. No doubt that that was a surprise of the season last year. I think they go defense again. I think what they're looking for, I think, could be the best safety on the board. I think Jonathan Allen's a good pick here. Oakland, I think we've already talked about at the 27. It's going to be Noah Fan or Irv Smith Jr. One of those two is going to go to Oakland at 27. I think again. And then, and then uh, 28. The Chargers. Who do you think the Chargers? What do you think the Chargers are going to look for here, Zach? Uh Chargers. <laughs> All right. So it's a defense-heavy draft. They might want to pair someone with uh, Joey Bosa over there. They do have Melvin Ingram, who's a stud. Look for him to go offense. Look for him to get the best alignment on the board. Again, I don't want to say it's going to be Cody Ford, but there's a lot of movement between these corners and safeties that could happen. And that's always a possibility. Maybe DeAndre Baker, because they do have Casey Hayward, Mm -hmm. and they do have Desmond King, and they do have Adrian Phillips. But a lot of those players, a lot of those players really could fall off in the next year or two. A lot, a lot of them are unproven. So we're really not sure yet, and we'll have to see going forward. And there are a lot of possibilities. I think L.A. goes offense. All right. Uh, for me, I think then at 29, you got Kansas City. I think they go with a guard or a tackle, an offensive lineman here. I think that's where they also go. I think the best one on the board. Goes here to Kansas City. Green Bay, I think, is where they go defense. Wait a second. Kansas City at 21. They will, 29. They will go Nasir Adderley from Delaware. Really? He's an extreme ball hawk with safety skills. I So slept on. I personally disagree with that. I think they go offense, and then I think Green Bay takes you Adderley. think Kansas City goes offense? I think Kansas City goes O-line, and then I think, they pa- I think Green Bay takes Adderley with that 30th pick. And I think that would be a great pickup for... I don't and- hate that. I don't hate that. I just... We'll see. Okay. 31. How do the Rams improve? Where do you think the Rams can improve? Obviously, again, another solid offense. Then go someone like Chase Winovich. Did I draft high on him? Or did they go offensive side of the ball? Maybe someone like Debo Samuel or Miles Boykin. I mean, where do you think here, Zach? Do you think they go offense or defense here, the Rams? Defense. You think it's they go defense? almost de- like their Super Bowl window was based off of a rent-a-team in a concept kind of way. Mm-hmm. They didn't have enough money to keep this team forever. So they kind of built a superstar team to try to win a Super Bowl, and then it would disband. Uh, only problem is they didn't win the Super Bowl. Came so, close, but did not work out. So uh, You honestly, think they go defense here? 
Yeah. I think it's where probably a good place, I think, where we see Chase Winovich go from Michigan. I think that's a good compliment to Fowler. And then at 32, this is where we see another tight end go. The Patriots is clearly their biggest need with Rob Gonkowski retiring in the offseason. Clearly a Hall of Fame tight end, quite potentially the best tight end ever in the NFL. Uh, I think the Patriots go with who's ever left a fan in Irv Smith Jr. here. I think they might go A.J. Brown from Ole Miss, actually. Mm. I think they need a a wide receiver. They're lacking weapons, okay? Yeah. And we're saying this on a team that just won the Super Bowl, but still. Uh, let's give Brady some more help in winning his seventh. I say they go tight end. Jeez, Gemini. That's too many Super Bowls. Yeah. I say that I do believe that the Patriots have to go tight end here. They like Noah Fant a lot, and I think they might even possibly trade up to get him, if so necessary. Yeah, Patriots might trade, but again, this wasn't about trade. That's our prospective 32. Thank you for listening. Yep, and we have the draft on Thursday. Hopefully, we'll have a summary round on that as soon as we can. Uh, Look on both of our social medias. I'm sure we'll each have our own reactions to the draft on that point. But for now, this is it. Thank you for listening. We are back. The NFL season is back. The draft is only six days away. Thanks for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Have a great time.